time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Just a quick note before we begin, I apologize. There is a little bit of disruption from the wind in this episode. And so um, it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's just it's a minor it's a minor disruption. I apologize if it makes it difficult to listen, but also just imagine that it's the element of air bringing this information uh, into your psyche. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy. Hello, sweet listener. This this episode of the pod sh- the pod shoulder. <laughs> Cut. Hello, sweet listener. This episode of The Soft Shoulder is brought to you by AllisonTar.com. Allison Tar builds beautiful websites for people doing good work in the world. Check her out if you're one of those people. And this episode is also being recorded outside on location. And the location is, well, it's always on location. It's on some location. <laughs> always, but today it's under a tree in a park near a playground, so you may hear um, some some of that soundtrack. I'm uh, surrounded by, um, I've been watching these squirrels um, diving in and out of the trash bin across the way, <laughs> having a great time. It is just buffet morning for the squirrels. And I came down here today to change things up because, uh, well, um, I don't know where where you are listening from in the world, but right now it is May and where I live, uh, the whole province is under stay-at-home orders, um, (laughs) which obviously I'm not at home, but we're allowed to be out for exercise. And uh, to be honest, I feel like, I don't know, the, the, the definition of exercise, I think is being broadly interpreted my own, my own included. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we've been inside a lot and just these little changes of scenery, just these little moments of like specialness. I brought my coffee out here. I brought um, a piece of sourdough bread. I did not, I am not one of those people <laughs> who is baking anything. I was not baking sourdough bread at the beginning of the pandemic or any point, but uh, a neighbor of mine just gifted a loaf and it was so wonderful. Like I couldn't believe, I can believe it, the joy that I feel eating this bread. <laughs> It's just solving all my problems. <laughs> it's so lovely. And the fact that it was a gift was so lovely. Um, so I, yeah, I've come down here and I'm sitting at this uh, picnic table. It's a sunny day. And I wanted to talk to you about these little things, right? Like I've noticed over the course of this past year, especially, it's been much more challenging to take myself on a date. It has been much more challenging. I think all relationships have been um, have been challenged this year in so many ways, yours possibly included. And um, relationships with other people, relationships with partners and spouses in particular, people that we live with since we've been 
locked together with them uh, in a way that maybe we, that wasn't part of the plan or the design of the relationship. Um, breathing room and someone going out to work <laughs> outside of the house might have been uh, part of what keeps everybody uh, sane and respectful. So, but I want to talk about like your relationship with you in this time, right? Because, you know, if you had any kind of rituals, uh, self-care, things like that, it might have been very much disrupted. And um, also, um, there are new challenges of the year, new things that you, like maybe you needed a lot more, I would imagine, a lot more self-care than maybe you have in the past um, with fewer resources to do that. So, um, you know, this was one of those mornings where it was like, you know, sometimes you really have to put that effort in, um, when it doesn't feel like you have much energy to muster and lowering standards (laughs) can sometimes be an incredible gift, right? Um, you know, I, for a self date, I wouldn't have thought it would be enough to just, you know, put my coffee in a travel cup and walk down to a playground and sit on a bench. Um, I would have enjoyed that, but I wouldn't have counted it as a date. You know, I wanted to show myself that I was, you know, putting more of an effort in with the resources I had available then. And, you know, I've, I've had these kinds of dates quite a lot uh, this year. In fact, it's probably the only real kind of date I've had um, is basically kind of the same thing I'm doing most days. It's not like I don't go to the park any other day, but it's just about bringing that intention and being like, okay, this is a date. I'm going to, I'm going to feel the presence of my own company in a different way. I'm going to pay more attention. I'm going to look for the beauty. I'm going to watch the squirrels. I'm going to do these things and imagine that I'm on a date. It, using your imagination is wonderful and free. And also like, it's a practice, you know, like it, it can be really hard for us to imagine um, when we've been in a real rut and when we haven't seen a whole lot of possibility, it does take practice, right? Um, I'm sitting at a park, so I'm watching children use their imagination so freely, so beautifully. Um, although I have to say there was these three young people very small. I don't know how old they were, but they were all trying to decide who got to be the cowboy. And I'm like, Matt, kids, use your imagination. There can be three cowboys. <laughs> you don't know. They were arguing for so long. <laughs> I'm like, in what world is there just this one cowboy and like you can't play unless it's just the one. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so even kids have a hard time imagining sometimes. <laughs> but, um, Anyways, so this is just a reminder about um, have you, like, even if you're doing something that's the same, even if you're really limited with the resources of where you can go and what you can do, you can change how you show up to that thing, right? Like, now, like, feel free to roll your eyes, but let's just say washing dishes. Um, (laughs) You're washing dishes anyway. Uh, or doing laundry anyway, right? Um, What if you tried to show up to your, let's say laundry, let's say you showed up to your laundry as though it were a date. You don't have to do that all the time, but what if you made one laundry run, (laughs) one laundry day, um, a date with yourself? What would you have to do to change how you show up to that, how you're imagining that, 
to make it feel more like a date. And don't tell me that it can't be a date because how many movies have you seen where there's some cute action going on in a laundromat, right? So if you are bringing a different kind of attention (laughs) to what's going on and to the company and lingering over the folding and daydreaming or doing, you know, having a a beverage or whatever, um, it's, you can bring that energy to the laundry. Is this ideal? Of course not. Of course not. But I think when you can do that with your laundry, you can do that with anything and you can realize that you actually have so much more power than you thought right there right there inside you in your imagination. I don't recommend making every trip to the laundry a date because I feel like it might get a little old or might get a little stale. So I feel like it would be fun to experiment with how it can be different. Like, do you dress up to do the laundry? (laughs) Like really be ridiculous. Why not? Right? Um, Yeah. Do you like, I don't know, shower put on some kind of cologne, (laughs) you know, what other things that you might do to like prepare physically for a date. Also atmosphere, you know, what about a certain kind of like music that feels like you're, you know, being romanced or having a good time or having a fun date. Um, maybe there's a snack. Um, I don't know if you want to do laundry by candlelight. I feel like I personally, um, want a little better lighting for the folding, but Hey, It's about you. I'm not on this date. This is yours, right? So think a little bit about a chore that you have and something that you're doing anyway and how you can show up to it as though it's a date. Um, That's the first thing that I wanted to offer you today. And the second thing is more of a question. It's more of an inquiry about commitment. You know, um, I've just released, just launched the Art of Self-Marriage program. It is now officially on the website. And, um, and you can apply to join me in this year of engagement with yourself. It is a year long uh, by intention, by design. Um, I know that this is the kind of thing that it's, it's you creating it and time. The two of these things together, because it's building trust with yourself, showing yourself that you're really committed and that you're there because marriage is about uh, a lifetime, (laughs) however we want to define that. But certainly with yourself, you're looking at a long-term thing. This is not a, you know, six weeks to loving yourself and then you can just get on with it and be productive. This is really changing the relationship. And I want you to have that amazing experience of giving yourself a year at least you might have a longer engagement. Um, but it's the, and I love the word engagement, like to engage. I like that kind of purring engine feel of activating something, right? So, so the art of self marriage is here. And this is something I've been thinking about designing, working on for a very long time. And while there's so many other factors involved, one of those things is commitment. Because doing this work and serving in this way for a full year program requires a certain kind of commitment from me, right? And, you know, so I've explored, I've, you know, it hasn't been lost on me over the years where I'm like, oh, I I haven't committed, I have this dream and I haven't committed to it. I'm not committing to it. How did I know I wasn't committing to it? I wasn't taking action on it. I could think about it. I could say I wanted it. I could tell people I've got this great idea, 
I could have people ask me, maybe you're one of them. <laughs> hey, Danette, when are you doing this thing? I want to marry myself. How do I do it? I'm like, yeah, I'm working on it and nothing, right? Um, that's where you can see it's like, what are you actually doing? Because my words are saying one thing. And it was a sincere desire to have that commitment. But the actions were saying something else. I wasn't committed to it. I didn't say I do. I didn't say I will. I didn't put myself on the line. I didn't put myself out there. I didn't make the decisions that needed to be made to define what this program is, how I want to shape it, why I want to do that. And then let important part, let people know how they can say yes and enjoy this gift that I've been dying to give. So I want you to think about, now it's going to be different for everyone, right? Um, What are you actually committed to? What do you say you wanna be committed to? You wanna be committed to having better boundaries. You wanna be committed to prioritizing self-care. You wanna be committed to living a life with more purpose. You want to be committed to sacredness, some kind of spiritual practice. Maybe you're saying a lot of these things and maybe your actions are not demonstrating that commitment. This is not a place to beat yourself up, by the way. Okay. (laughs) Case, case you're anything like me, that's the first place I would have gone. It's not about, oh my God, I'm a hypocrite. No. Okay, this is part of the process. The desire, I believe, is like a seed and it's there and we know it's there and it's doing some magical stuff that, you know, some people understand. I just imagine in like animated form, I imagine sparkles happening around it or something. But there's things going on so that it can prepare to to burst into actions that we can see, right? Actions that we can actually witness. The seed probably knows what's going on in there. And then we're like, what's going on? I don't see anything. I don't see anything until the roots start bursting forth, until plant life starts to turn green and rise up from the earth and like move in a way that we want to photograph and we want to stop and notice. Look at the trees. Look at this bloom. This wasn't here before, right? But that doesn't mean that things weren't happening prior to the visible change. So drop any judgments about where you're at or how long you've been there. Think about the seeds that you know are in the heart of this. The thing that brings you to the Soft Shoulder Podcast. The thing that makes you want to listen to pep talks about self-love, to someone talk about self-marriage. Any of the things that's bringing you here, there's some seed in you. Maybe there's a whole bunch of like wildflower seeds in you. So I want you to just, just listen and name them if you can. Do you know what they are? This is a lovely way to, um, or a lovely thing to bring to your journal, by the way. The seeds planted within me are. Um, the seeds of desire that I have are. And, you know, check in with like, you know, how long they've been there. And just marvel at how long a desire, a desire of yours will stick around. <laughs> right? Like, I have to say, I am so grateful to the art of self-marriage because it didn't give up on me. <laughs> and I wouldn't have blamed it if it did. 
because I've had this idea for like, like at least a decade or more. Okay. And, um, you know, it was like hanging out, hanging out, hanging out. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do something with you. I'm going to do something with you. And I wasn't, you know, and if I was in a relationship with this seed, I, you know, I think a lot of the seeds friends would be like, I don't think, <laughs> I think you deserve better. And I think you deserve someone who's actually going to do what she says, you know? Um, but it did stick around. And now that it's here, um, and now that it's there, it's actually the art of You can go directly to the page to read about it. But I just feel so grateful. And I think about the years that this seed was like marinating, getting ready, like gathering nutrients, gathering strength, waiting for the right time, maybe the conditions. And, and then it did, it took, it's not just waiting and then, oh, it's just happening. Like it took a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to make a dream come true, to be brave enough to take action on a desire, especially one that feels risky, that feels different from who you've been before. So think about the seeds you have, see if you can name those desires, and then just like marvel with gratitude at how they're still there. They're still there embedded in the soil of your heart, of your imagination, gathering up, strengthening, doing what they need to do. Check in with those seeds. Is it time? Is it time to nudge anything forward? Even just a tiny bit. You know, a little seed doesn't turn into a tree overnight, right? Do you have this expectation for yourself that it should just go from nothing to a hundred, like overnight? Because that's just not the way things grow. Um, anything that looks like an overnight success. I don't know. Um, I'm sure you've heard that phrase. I don't remember. I've heard different versions of it, but you know, it's a overnight success, 20 years in the making, you know, it might appear to everyone that this tree has started flowering overnight, but it was a long time from the seed. It was a long time coming, right? What are the little nudges? What are the little roots? How can you take some action in encouraging this forward. Another part of this that I'd love for you to uh, consider with, with the utmost loving kindness is, are there seeds that you don't really want anymore? Like, did you plant those a long time ago and they're kind of hanging around, you know, getting the sun, getting the water, taking up space in the garden, but you're like, you know what? I actually don't want to do what it takes for this to grow. Like, I wouldn't hate it, but I don't really care about it. And maybe you want to bring some of that energy of yours and redirect it to the ones that really matter. There's nothing wrong with this. This is a beautiful way of getting to know yourself, of being present as well, because some of these seeds you may have planted at a time in your life where that was really important. Maybe fierce independence was a seed, you know, that you planted because you were in a situation where trust was broken and you were like, well, that's never going to happen again. I'm going to do all this alone. I'm going to be no one's self-made, but you know, (laughs) self-made. And, um, and maybe now, maybe you're like, is that really the most important thing? It might be. I'm not, I'm just using this as a random example, but maybe right now, 
after everything that has happened in the past year, after whatever changes have gone on in you, after, you know, whatever's happening at home, your wisdom of your years from whenever you planted that thing, um, maybe you don't want it anymore. Maybe you're more interested in community. Maybe you're more interested in serving some like a bigger dream with more people. Maybe you're more, you know, you just have different desires than you did. It's just, it's, it was a fruit you planted that you just, you don't need those nutrients as much anymore. You want something else. It's not giving up. And if you've had any, you know, if you're one of those people who, when you start a book, you finish it. <laughs> I am not one of those people, but I know from having these conversations that some people are like, oh, it's, it's like, how dare you just, if you started a book, you have to finish it. What if you hate it? What if you don't like it? What if it's boring and then you're slogging your way through it? Um, <laughs> you know, and life is short and there are so many amazing writers out there. There are more books we could ever read. Why push yourself to finish a book just because you started it? And like, where did you even get that belief from? Now, if you have a personal satisfaction with it, then that's yours. But make sure that it's coming from that place because, oh my God, pick up someone. There's another writer just dying to thrill you and knock your socks off, right? Put down the boring book, (laughs) pick up a better book and put down the desire that you made when you were 17 and knew what a 17 year old knew. You're allowed to put that down. You're allowed to drop that seed, put it in the compost. It wasn't a waste. It served you at the time. Having that desire, naming that desire, that served you at the time. You don't need it anymore, right? What are the ones that you really want to grow? And I'm going to leave you with that because it's another fabulous journal prompt. What is it that I really want to grow? And what are you actually committed to right now? I think like, uh, I know I'm giving you lots of journal prompts, so (laughs) you don't have to do them all. Pick the one that makes the most sense. Pick the angle. They're all headed, they're all going right to your heart. So choose the doorway that's closest to you. Pick the easiest way in. What do you, at the heart of all of this is, what do you want to be committed to? And what are you actually committed to? This is not, again, a place of judgment, but it's a way to actually see it because sometimes if we think we keep saying we're wanting to commit to something, we're not making any changes, right? Like if you're like, oh, I really want to commit to being a morning person and, and waking up and going for a walk every day, but you're not doing that, um, do you actually want to be committed to that? What are you actually committed to by sleeping in and staying warm <laughs> and having a coffee or breakfast first, right? There's nothing wrong with what you're currently doing. So, you know, let's take that example. What are you actually committed? You're saying you want to be committed to like, I don't know, having a power morning or starting the day off right or energizing something. Um, Maybe what you're actually committed to is getting the rest you need. Maybe what you're actually committed to is slowing down and being gentle. See, there's nothing wrong with what you're currently doing. There's nothing wrong with any of the things that you're choosing to commit to or not. Uh, The first step is clarity here. What do you really want? 
What are you really committed to? If you actually framed this, when you, like, when you look at this like, oh, I am actually committed to getting the most rest that I want. Is that something I want to disrupt? Is that something I want to give up? It might not be. And then you can drop any of the icky, judgy, bullshit feelings that you have every time you remind your, oh, I didn't wake up early this morning or someone else did and I didn't and I, yeah, I'm going to do that tomorrow. Like it doesn't feel good, right? You're, you're setting yourself up to feel like you're letting yourself down. And when you're doing that, it just brings the relationship, your relationship with you. It's just, it's like, bad sorry all I keep thinking is it's bad vibes it's a very simplified way of saying it right right but it's like if you're always complaining and saying oh you said you're gonna do this but you didn't you know it's like is that is that gonna bring good feelings is that gonna make you feel appreciated is that how you would want a partner to talk to you one of the most, you know, powerful practices that is required that I have been practicing for almost 20 years. I can't, I just can't believe this. Almost 20 years in my marriage to myself is just that. Would I accept this from another romantic partner? Would I want this from another romantic partner? What, how would I interpret this if another romantic partner was doing that? And this kind of comes full circle to the dates um, idea of like why my dates with myself were, you know, a little special. Like going to a, a matinee, one of my favorites. Going alone to a matinee in a theater downtown, um, not talking to anyone. Uh, oh, oh. And then going for a walk afterwards, usually through a bookstore at some point just one of my favorite things to do takes a bit of effort definitely takes more effort than like make a coffee at home and go sit on a bench (laughs) right um and so that's why I was doing it because if I was being courted by another I would appreciate saying you know them being like hey I would love to take you out this afternoon to a movie and then why don't we go walk through a bookstore and meander and like grab a coffee and like do some people watching. That sounds so lovely. If they just said, hey, you want to grab this cup and eat it, you know, drink outside? <laughs> it's fine, but it's just not exactly, you know, that was the framework of like, does this feel like a date? Would I like this? You know, um, every once in a while, of course, is fine. But yes, this question, right? Look at yourself this way of how you're treating you, um, whether or not it's worth it. Like if, if you're thinking like, that's great, Danette, this, I'm going to put on lipstick and do laundry. Like, <laughs> okay. But you know what? What if someone else who was really into you suggested that you have a date at the laundromat and that they were going to bring snacks and that they got dressed for it and it was just fun, right? Would you appreciate it? Um, and maybe not, and if it, and if not, <laughs> then just leave it be. But for the uh, for the rest of you, if you're like me at all, um, you know these little efforts of attention, these little playful moments, this reimagining. It's it's not what we're doing; it's how we're showing up, right? And that is why you know it's sometimes really great to have the resources to dare to treat ourselves the same way we might treat other people like taking someone out to dinner, but we would never do that alone. Um, Those are stretches that I think a lot of us um, 
uh, find challenging, right? Um, that I think is like a whole other episode. I've, I've had these conversations where people are okay spending money in one area, but not another. And it feels very arbitrary. <laughs> so um, maybe that's for another another podcast day. Um, but, um, but sometimes we don't have the resources and you don't want to also be in a relationship where it always has to be you know, fine dining, and it always has to be a formal event. Because those, you know, those Netflix and chill is nice, you know, kettle corn, and like, soda water, (laughs) whatever you have, you know, like turning off some lights and picking out a nice movie and getting into like a comfy onesie and just like enjoying looking forward to this night in those are also really lovely and it's how they you can show up so differently right you can show up to Netflix and chill feeling cute and cuddly and you know create a nice little nest maybe clean the space before you get in there you know or it can just be like so disengaged right where you're just like let's just turn this on what do you want to watch I don't know I don't want to watch that you know and you just you eat snacks out of the bag you know (laughs) you know it's if you enjoy that, it's one thing. But I think this is where it doesn't matter what you have. It's how you show up, really. Like, you can really see it, right? You can feel it. And you'll be different from everyone else. So that's all that matters with your relationship with yourself and dating yourself. This is such an amazing practice to get to know what you prefer, to get to know what you like, which also helps you when you're dating other people. But that's not the point. The point is to just to know. Like it took years for me to figure out what I really liked or what I thought, like, you know, I had these ideas of what I thought I should like, right? Based on things I'd see or read. And it's, those are great ways to get ideas. But at the end of the day, I'm kind of, I'm kind of happy with that matinee afternoon. Honestly, that's just like one of my, my top favorite dates. And I can't wait to one day do that again. (laughs) I have no idea when the last time was that I did it. Uh, when was the last time that you showed up for yourself on some kind of date? It could be just doing the dishes if you're in a lockdown like I am. Um, and if not, what's that just that little thing that if someone else did for you, it would feel cute. It would feel special. You'd feel acknowledged. Is it the, it might not be the amount of time. It might not be the amount of money you spend, Right. What is it for you? So there you go, sweet listener. I hope that you are thinking about yourself, thinking about spending time with yourself, curious about how you might show up and be a little playful with yourself. Also, tending to those seeds. Let go. Let this be your permission to let go of any old seeds that you're not interested in you know, bringing to full term throw them out into the wild um, let them grow somewhere else they've served their purpose what do you actually want to grow what do you want to be committed to and what are you actually committed to and what might be ready for just a little nudge a little nudge don't underestimate that don't underestimate a tiny shift of attention and energy it's really the only way anything happens It's where it starts. You are someone worth loving. It all starts with you. Thank you so much 
for listening and spending this time here. I really want what's best for you. And um, I wish you all the best. Take good care. We'll talk to you soon.